Amen. Come on, one more hand for Jesus today. He's, he's worthy. Amen. Amen. All right. Okay, so here's what I want to do. I just want to jump in real quick. And, and uh, uh, man, really cool things are going on and great things are happening. And, and uh, uh, you know, we're, we're just excited to do life with each other. Amen. Do you not like the people you're with? Don't answer that. We're excited to do life together. Amen. 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 There we are. That's better. We're making tapes and stuff, guys. Come on. Um, no, God's really is moving here. And, and, and there's some great things happening. But I want to tell you something. That is who you, who you are. You, you just got to begin to embrace who you are in Christ. Okay. And, and uh, you know, and you got you to realize, hey, if any man's in Christ, dude, that's awesome. Because if any man's in Christ, the old things passed away. You, you know, uh, uh, the fresh and new has come. Uh, that, the thing that used to define you no longer defines you. It, because now, now you are in Christ. You're born again. You're a new creature, a new species altogether. You're not the same as you used to be. You're not the same as you used to be. In 1 John 4, uh, it says, hey, you are of God. Ye are of God. You are of God. You're the same. You came out of God. You're the same material. You got his DNA up in you. Okay? You, it, it, you, you are valuable to him. Why do you think hell's fighting you? Because you're, you're, because you're, you're valuable to God. Yeah, and and you're, you are priceless. And, and you have overcome. You have, you have, I need you to get this today. You, you have victory already. You know, we're not going through life trying to find a place of victory. No, we're coming from a place of victory. Okay, we're walking this victory out. And because greater is he who's in you, right, than he who is in the world. So the God in you, the God in you is greater than the power out there that's fighting you. Okay, and it's not just, I mean, in the whole world. You got, you got enough God in you to demonstrate Satan's defeat. In this world, all over the place. Man, you, you have what it takes. You, I, I just want you to say, I just want you to, uh, let's just, just repeat, just kind of echo some statements with me, okay? Just say, I am of God. I am of God. No, that's half-hearted. No, say, I am of God. I am, of God. I am a child of God. I'm loved by God. I have the peace of God. I have the blessing of God. I have the power of God. I am of God. Have you noticed, when, I don't know, I'm just trying to get you to experience something, because I start doing that, you know, man, I start feeling better. And I mean, it don't take long either. If, if we did that for like seven minutes, I'd be hard to be around, okay? This environment is not going to work for me, okay? Because uh, I'm going to go like all Pentecostal or something. You know, I'm going to blow up. Why? I'm of God. I'm of God. Man, you got to get this, man. You got to get this. I am of God. God loves me. You know, all week long, you got, you got all kinds of voices telling you about the stupid stuff you've done. I don't need another voice pointing out what I've done wrong. I, I, need, I need God to rise up in me and realize that, you know what, he's empowered me and he, he, and he loves me. And yeah, I've made mistakes, but let me tell you something. The fact that I don't deserve certain things is proof. I mean, that, 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 that God loves me because he sent Jesus to reconnect me to stuff I don't deserve. Right? So anytime the enemy's reminding you that you don't deserve, well, you don't deserve victory. I mean, well, then you can just relax now because now it's not on you. If I don't deserve it, that means Jesus is going to take care of that. I am 
I am of God. Look at somebody and tell them, I am of God. It's kind of funny that when you start saying what God's saying, instantly you start feeling much better. You start seeing better. You, you, you know, it elevates your, uh, it, it elevates your, your attitude. You know, it, 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 it begins to lift you. It takes you to a place, uh, to be honest, it takes us to a place where we should have been all along. Somebody say amen. First um, John five fourteen. First John five fourteen, uh, and, and I, I just have a couple little things I want to share with you because they can be life changing. All right, and, and I want to remind you that uh, as a child of God, man, there's some there's some huge benefits. There's uh, and and uh, but but you you have to know some stuff so that you can walk in it, right? And and you you there here, here's what's really cool. I'll give, I'll, I'll, I'll give you a, a little sneak peek of what's coming uh, this morning to your house. You see, there's people that came in here with, with issues that were so controlling that all they've been able to think about for, for days are those issues. And those things are losing their grip right now. Yeah. Right, right now, right now, freedom's starting to seep into you. Victory's going to begin to rise up in you. Huh? Yeah, let me tell you something. <laughs> oh, baby. Some of you guys came in here so, so pressed with weight, with the weight, and you got to walk out. The joy of the Lord is my strength. And you're not even going to be weird. Well, some of you. Right? It's not even going to be strange. It's just going to be, how did that happen? How did the thing that kept me awake the last three nights lose its grip? Well, because you got your grip back, right? And, and check this out. This is the confidence. Let's, it's on there. Let's just read it out loud together. Because I like, I like hearing you say what God's saying. Okay? Hey, let's just read it out loud. Ready? Go. And this is the confidence that we have in him. That if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. Hold on. Say it again. Let's do it one more time. Now, now you're, you're kind of familiar with what we're going to say. And now let's say it. Like we believe it. I mean, you know, the guy next to you needs you to be a little bit more free today. So he's not so nervous. Because he's wanting to scream this. And you're being like polite. He don't need you to be polite right now. He needs you to be a little bit more aggressive, okay? Okay, so let's just... Let's just do it again with a little bit more aggressive attitude. You ready? Because this is God's word. You know, we want to make sure he can hear us. <laughs> ready? Go. And this is the confidence we have in him. That if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. I, I, I got to get this in you. Okay, see, because a lot of times, a lot of times believers, uh, uh, you know, they, they don't understand their authority. They don't understand what they've been given in Christ. And so, so their confidence, you know, is, is, is shaken. And, and circumstances and situations begin to dictate their belief system. And whatever's happening causes them to shift. And, and uh, uh, you know, because they'll, they'll get excited for a minute. 
and, and they'll stand on something, you know, stand on the word of God for a minute, but then, you know, winds will blow and life happens and you begin to shift and you be, and you begin to, to shift your belief system. And all of a sudden, uh, you, you, you're saying something different than what God said, but in order to justify it, you got to make it spiritual. Right? So, uh, uh, well, the reason I'm not blessed is because the demons in my neighborhood are much bigger than they are anywhere else. Which may be true, but has no impact on whether you're walking blessed or not. Why? Because, uh, well, the Bible tells us in, in Luke 10, 19, that he has given us power to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the, all the power, all the power of the enemy. And, and those two words, those two power, you know, it says power. He's given us power uh, and over all the power of the enemy. There's two different words. He has given us authority over all of the ability of the enemy. So the enemy, his ability isn't changing. But the fact is, is that your power is above his ability. So you have power above his ability. Now, is he able to do some things? Yes, but you have authority to shut that down. But you have to understand your authority. Remember, it's, it's kind of like the power company sending power to the house. You, you still have to flip the switch, right? You, you have power. And power is the ability, you know, or authority is the ability to use the power of another. And so it's not your power, it's God's power, but you have authority. So you can use God's power in any situation if you know what he said. See, if we go back to 1 John and 5, and it says, and this is the confidence that we have in him, that if we ask anything according to his will, he, if, if I ask anything according to his will, and you got to get this, that, that, that when I'm asking, it's, it's not like pleading, like, oh, please, Jesus. No, it's, it, there's a statement there, and, and it's, it's because of authority. It's, hey, I'm going to put a draw on, on your promises, God. Okay, here, here's, what you, here's what your word says. I'm going to put a draw on it. So in actuality, what I'm going to do is I'm going to start saying what you've been saying. Okay, I'm going to say what you say. See, that's asking according to his will. That, it, it, this is the very practical, very, very practical application of how to get this operating in your life. Here's the confidence. See, here's the confidence that we can have in him that if I start saying what he's saying, he's in agreement with me now. Well, he didn't change. I did. Right? So all of a sudden, you know, we are aligning ourselves to agree with God. Okay? We're aligning. And now I'm going to start saying what God says. Yeah, but I, I don't see it. Yeah, but God calls those things which are not. Right? And, and, and have you ever wondered, have you ever wondered why, why, why the Word of God would say, well, let the weak say, I'm strong. Let the poor say, I'm rich. Let the sick say, I'm healed. Why? Well, because God's in the habit of speaking what he wants to see, not what's visible right now. Right? So when he comes on the scene and it starts, he starts it out in the front of the book for you. He says, you know, he goes to the darkest place and he says, let there be light. He didn't say, dude, it's dark. No, let there be light. And, and, and he saw what he said. And you got to get this, that, that, that God speaks what he wants to what he wants to come from. What he speaks comes out of what he speaks to. And what he speaks has to remain attached to what he spoke to. Okay. That's a long, we're going to do like a longer lesson on that. 
But you just got to get this, that, that, that God decides what he wants. He decides what he wants it to come from. He speaks to what he wants it to come from. What he speaks comes out of what he speaks to. What he speaks has to remain attached to what he speaks to in order to survive. God is in the habit of seeing what he says. He doesn't say what he sees. See, and, 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 and whatever you do, don't take this verse down because this is, this is going to get good in just a second. Okay. <laughs> I'm excited. Because, well, I'm just telling you. Now, you know, if you can get this, shoot. Okay. God is going to see what he says. And what he says is going to come out of what he speaks to. So when God's speaking to you, have you ever noticed that when God speaks to you, that you, 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 can, be, you can be in the middle of, of a hellacious situation and God does not come onto the scene and say, this sucks. Mm. But yet, that's kind of what we want to hear, isn't it? You know, we, we come, I mean, even in the Bible, people came to him and said, have pity on us. And he's like, you don't need pity. You need power. I mean, come on, somebody. You just don't need pity. Hey, if your life is swirling right now and about to go down, you don't need somebody to comfort you. You need somebody to pull you up out of there. And, and, and what you got to do is, is, is you got you, you to hear what he would say because what he's going to say to you is going to change what's going to come out of you. Because if you can hear what he says then he's, and he's going to see what he says, then guess what? When he says, be strong, what's he going to see in you? Strength. And it's, it's going to come. Now, and listen, no, God said, my word will not return into me void. It will accomplish the very purpose for which I sent it forth to accomplish. Well, you ought to be begging him. Speak. Word of God, speak. Speak to me. Because he said, my word ain't coming back empty to me. Well, then you better let him speak to you. So it can come back to him. And, and, and you got to get this, that God, not, not one time, no word from God will ever fail. That's in the Bible. Okay, no word from God will ever fail. Now, this is the confidence that we have in him. See, a lot of times we think our confidence is in us. No, it's, my confidence is not in me. This is the confidence I have in him. That when I start saying what he says, there's this agreement thing. Okay, let, let's talk about the word confidence. The word confidence, are you ready? It's parousia. Parousia. It means freedom in speaking, unreserved speech, open without concealment. This is the confidence I have in him. This is my, my confidence is my freedom in speaking. My confidence is, is my freedom to say what God's been saying. Because when I say what he says, I know he hears me. Look at verse 15. If I know he hears me, I know that I'm going to have whatever it was that I said that he said. Why? Because I didn't say it without knowing he said it. He said it so it could be written. It was written so I could say it. I say it so he can hear it. And he, when he hears it, it seals it. Now, I can't just say anything. I can't, you know, it's, uh, have you heard of blab it and grab it? Um. The only way blab it and grab it's going to work is if he blabbed it first. But if he said it, he's going to see it. 
And if he's going to see it, I want to say it. Because I want to say it so I can see it too. Right? Now, now check this out. Jeremiah 33.3. says, call unto me. Now, now remember, calling, calling to him is not necessarily crying out in desperation. But, you, you know, this is the confidence that I have in him that if I ask anything, if I begin to say what he's saying, I know he hears us. And, and, and so I'm going to begin to call out to God. Well, how am I going to call out? Well, I'm going to use what he said because he's going to hear what he said. So I'm going to take what he says and begin to apply it to my situation. I'm going to begin to say what he's been saying, and I'm going to say what he's been saying, but now I'm going to say it to him because then he's going to hear me. And, I'm, and, and when he hears me, he said, I'm going to answer you. Now, now get this, again, I'm going to go really practical, I'm, I'm going to go practical, because here's what the Spirit of God's been talking to me about, is that when I say what he says, he's, you know, if, if I'll begin, did you notice, did you notice this morning that when we said what he said, because how many of you know that he said, you are a child of God? Did you notice that when you said what he said, you started instantly feeling better? I mean, one more time, with everything you got, say this with me, I am a child of God. Dude, it changes the atmosphere. It just changes the atmosphere. Why? Because you're saying what he's saying. And let me tell you what happens when you say what he says is he begins to answer you. He begins to echo back to you what you said. Not because you said it, but because he said it. Are you with me? Are you confused yet? I'm hoping this is going to like tie some stuff together. This is the confidence. This is your ability to have freedom of speech. Because you're not saying what's been rolling around inside you. You better hope to God I don't start saying what I've been thinking. Right? In any given situation, I don't want to say what I want to say. Are there things I want to say? Yes. There are things I want to say. But I can't say what I want to say. I need to say what he's been saying. And he'll be, if I begin to echo him, he'll begin to echo me. And now check it out. And then he'll begin to show me great things, mighty things, things that I don't know. Okay? So, so if, if, I, if I speak to him what he's been speaking to me, then he's going to begin to show me great things, mighty things, and things that I haven't seen. Okay? So if I have some freedom in speech, my confidence... Hebrews 10 says, don't throw away your confidence, which has great recompense of reward. Don't throw away what you've been saying, because what you've been saying is where the reward is tied in. For you have need of patience, the ability to remain unchanged regardless of time, not the ability to remain, you know, a long time. But the, the ability to remain unchanged regardless of time. You need to keep saying the same thing, regardless of how long it takes. For after you've done the will of God, where are you going to receive? Well, the very thing that you've been saying. Why? Because you're saying what he said. Well, what did he say? What he said was the promise. So you start with the promise, and you're going to end with the production of the promise. The promise right now, you can't see it. Right? Go back to Jeremiah. Can't see it right now? But he's going to begin to show you great things. Oh, by the way, what are great things? Well, great things. Great things. By the way, are we doing okay? Just, seriously, I, f I feel like I, like, like I spent the night in a caffeine factory or something. I'm, I'm just getting jacked. I'm just, ha ha! Okay. Check this out. Okay. What are things? Words. God spoke some things to us. Well, what did he use when he spoke some things? He used words. 
So he's going to show you things. What are things? Okay, so when you go to God and you start saying what God said, what are you saying? His words. So you're going to go to God, you're going to say his words, he's going to hear his words, he's going to repeat his words, and then he's going to cause his words to become manifest. So you're going to see things that you haven't seen before. Why? Because all of a sudden it's going to begin to appear. Why? Because he's going to show them to you. He's going to show you manifest things, words. He's going to, mighty, great thing, great thing. How many know God is great? God is great. So he's going to show you, if God is great, great is God. God's going to show you God things. God things. Mighty things. Mighty, mighty things. So I'm just suggesting, just some, maybe, maybe we could stop and give some meditation. I'm just suggesting, maybe you think about it, that there, since he's going to show you. He, uh, and one of the things I love about God is, is, is I love all the ands. I mean, wouldn't you be happy with great things? I'd just be happy with some great things. But he don't even want to stop with just that. And I love the ends. Someday we're going to talk about all the ends. It's crazy. You got God. He said, I'm going to show you great things, God things. And I'm not stopping there. I'm going to show you mighty things. Now, mighty things are different than great things. Great things are just God things, but mighty things are fenced in, hidden, secret things. So there are things of God that are so valuable that he protects them. Why? Because if you don't value it, you will abuse it. Uh, been in church my whole life. Let me tell you what gets abused. Everything. Okay. Abuse. Two words. Put together to make one word. Abnormal use. When you use a thing for a purpose other than the intended purpose of that thing. Okay. So anytime you use a thing for a purpose other than the purpose for which the thing was created, that's called an abnormal use of that thing. When you have abnormal use, you are abusing that thing. See, if, 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 if you get something in your life, you need to understand the purpose of the thing so you will not abuse the thing. Because if you abuse the thing, you will lose the power and the authority of the thing. And the thing is always more powerful when, when it's used in, in alignment with the purpose for which it was created. Right? So, I mean, think about it. Um, if, oh man, maybe, maybe we shouldn't think about it. But we have to because I said it. Okay, so, so just check it out. If you, if you don't understand the purpose uh, 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 of your job, you will end up abusing your job. If you don't understand the purpose of your children, you will end up abusing your children. If you don't understand the purpose, see, all, everything has a, you never ask a thing, the purpose of a thing, you have to ask the creator of the thing, because the creator knows the purpose of the thing, that's why he created the thing. See, and if you, if you don't understand, if you don't understand the purpose of a painkiller, you will abuse it. I got a pay raise, okay, what's the purpose of that? Because if you don't understand the purpose of money, you'll abuse it. 
So there are some things that God wants you to have, but they are hidden, they are protected, and you need to value those things. But, but, but let me just tie this together because, because, of our, because of the time. Check this out. That, that when you begin to say what God says, I think, you know in the movies when really cool stuff gets ready to happen, the, mo- the, the, the music shifts? I think in heaven, when you start saying what God's been saying, that's happening. And God's like, oh, baby. <laughs> yeah, here we go. Finally got Sparky down there ready to do something. Okay. And the music shifts. And you, and you begin to call unto him. You begin to call unto him. Not, not with, I need help. Because you don't need help. Because he's giving you authority over all of the ability of the enemy. So you begin to say stuff like, I have authority over all the ability of the enemy. And nothing shall by any means harm me. Hey, I'm going to demonstrate Satan's defeat today in every step of my journey. That no weapon formed against me is going to prosper, and every tongue that rises against me, I'm going to condemn. Everything I set my hand to is going to begin to prosper. And the music changes in heaven, and God's sitting on the edge of his throne, and he begins to speak back to you what you've been saying to him. And he begins to show you by manifesting in your life the very thing that you've been saying. But you're not just saying anything. You're saying what he's been saying. And now that you're saying what he's saying, he speaks it back. And you might not be in the habit of seeing everything you say, but bless God, God is in the habit of seeing everything that he says. And he begins to speak it into you and he begins to say stuff like go ahead and prosper go ahead and prosper go ahead and prosper and if you can understand the purpose of that prosperity you won't abuse that prosperity and this is just one line okay this is just one area and if you can understand the purpose of it then he can get beyond he's just showing you great things and he can start showing you mighty things and all, all oh my god all of a sudden instead of you just existing to improve your position in life you begin to tap into your purpose in life. And you start understanding your purpose in life. And things shift from great to mighty. And things that you didn't know, you begin to know. Uh, it's not that you didn't know it. It's that you've never gotten to know it see I would imagine that you know God's will is for you to prosper Jeremiah 29 11 that I know the thoughts and the plans that God has for me plans to prosper me not to harm me plans to give me a hope in the future so you know God's plan for example is to prosper you you've just never known prosperity Is this getting deep in here or what? You know, I know prosperity. Do you know, you know, it's kind of like when Adam knew Eve. There's a little bit different level of intimacy. And when you, (laughs) and when when you cross the threshold and you begin to know some things, he wants to, I mean, can you hear the heart of God today? That what I want to do here, I mean, just just listen to him for just a minute. He's a father. I want to bring you to a level of intimacy with things. I want you to know some things that you haven't known. Not 
like, no, no, it's like, I want you to, I want to show you mighty things so that you understand man, my love for you, my plan for you. Not that you'd be settled with knowing that God's plans to prosper me. Why settle for knowing God's plan when you could actually live his dream? See, in Jeremiah 1.5, it says, if God had a dream about the future and he saw where you fit and he started shaping you and molding you and equipping you so that you would be empowered to fulfill his dream, why settle to know about it when you could fulfill it? See, as a people, as a, as a people, we're wanting to fulfill his plan, not just know it. See, if, see, if you know his plans to prosper you, but you've never known prosperity, then there are some things he could show you, things that thou knowest not. So there's healing that God would like you to know, not just know that God heals. He'd like you to know health. There's relational freedom. He doesn't want you to just know that all my people shall be living in a peaceful habitation, a secure dwelling, a quiet resting place. He doesn't want you to just know about a peaceful habitation. He wants you to know what it's like to have peace that reaches beyond your ability to even describe it. He wants you to know. He wants to show you. See, I don't think God's satisfied showing you great things when there's mighty things that you haven't tapped into yet. How do I start? Start saying what he says. You got to start saying what he says. You got to quit letting circumstances cause you to change your conversation start here I am of God the economy's getting shaky I am of God and your skin is looking a little yellow I am of God have you been hearing what people say? I am of God. I'm a child of God. I'm loved by God. I'm chosen by God. And you start echoing back just the simple things. He'll, he'll, he'll guide you to the deeper things. But you got to start saying, I belong to Jesus. I belong to Jesus. I want you to close your eyes for just a minute. We're all, we're all gonna, we're all gonna cry out to God here in just a minute. We call it prayer. We're, we're all gonna make a confession. Some of you guys, you need to make this, you need to make this real. You need to make it yours. This might be the very first time, or maybe it's the first time that you 
got real with it. I don't care if it's the hundredth time or, or the or, or you've never ever done it before. That's not the point. The point is, is today, if this is the day where you know that, okay, what I need to do, what, what I need to do is say what he says. I need to confess that I am a child of God. I need to, I need to birth this relationship. I'm going to receive. I'm, I'm going to receive what God's sent salvation I'm going to make the prayer that we're all going to pray I, I, I won't call you out I won't have you stand we're all going to pray it but if you're in this room today and you say you know what Tom I, I'm making this prayer my prayer this is going to be real today I'm getting real with God because I need God to get real with me and I'm ready to know some things I'm ready to know some things if that's you while no one's looking around just hold your hand up real high just so I can agree with you thank you thank you thank you Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. It's awesome. Okay, everybody in the room, just pray this. Just say, Dear Heavenly Father, I know I need you. I need your love. I need your acceptance. I need your forgiveness. Come into my life. Change me. Change me from the inside out. Give me hope. Give me strength. Give me vision. I choose to live for you every day of my life thank you for saving me thank you for setting me free in the mighty name of Jesus amen come on let's rejoice with heaven today hey come on get loud